All right, so there's been a phrase that's been bought, or like a word. I don't know if it's a real word or like where it came from, but I heard it a while ago and it's been stuck in my head. Bartledo! What? <laughs> I don't know what, where that came from. Bartledo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bartleby! <laughs> it has been fucking with me for so I long. Can't even I'll, say I'll it. Bartleby! <laughs> Go ahead. Every time I try to say it, I just laugh. <laughs> I don't even want to. You do it. <laughs> no. Bartleby! No. Bartleby! It. <laughs> And Ty. <laughs> and this is Page Turners. And what? Bartle do. Oh my god. He looked it up. Oh my god, when did that come out? 2008? Drive through Bartle do. Uh, please don't break the closet. <laughs> This is a rental. I forgot this. <laughs> Holy shit. It, okay, so uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, if you hadn't heard, Tyler broke himself. Uh, <laughs> and partially me. Um, yeah, so this is... <laughs> apparently that freaking word is from a 2008 <laughs> commercial? No, it's a prank. Oh they my would go through the drive-thru and go, Bartle do. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yes, it is, but I don't know why that's been stuck in my head for some fucking weeks now. Weeks? Like, at least two. Oh, no. Oh, I'll say that randomly in Call of Duty. I'll just Bartle do. It's going to lose meaning at some point, I swear. Oh, God. Anyway, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Episode 48. Yep. <laughs> He's broken. Uh, yeah. So, do we have any podcasting news? Uh, no. We kind of do. Whoa. Um, so we had a discussion a little bit ago, a little bit more on the serious side. Um, we were thinking about removing our Patreon. Oh yeah. Um, we haven't really had time to put out much of anything, and we only really have like two bonus episodes yeah and it it, it makes no sense uh we to, to keep it um we only have two patrons and those are our best friends yeah <laughs> like, true that uh they're they were really sweet uh to you know thanks for giving us your cash for giving us money <laughs> yeah. um but yeah for what it's worth we're we might be removing the patron here very very shortly uh, but we will be releasing those two bonus episodes as bonus episodes just to put out there. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I figured that might as well. <laughs> also, for like cool, I guess, uh, I don't know, like, can I don't fucking know what word I'm looking for, <laughs> to give back yeah. um, that D&D uh, Discord server yep. that I talked about. That's it's up, up and running. It's in the link tree. So, and that is free to join. Yep. All you need to just... All you need to have is a Discord. Yes. All you need to have is a Discord. Yes. Um. So, yeah, Patreon will be coming down here shortly. Uh, thank you to Rebecca from Thrice Cursed and Harley, our Scottish friend, for our 
being our two patrons for big up this Harley. long. Really. Big up my mandom. Yeah. He's going to hate me for that. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Cut that out of the... <laughs> you know we don't. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> So, yeah, that'll be coming down. But there are other ways to support us. You can do it through our anchor, which you can go straight to us. Or um, you can do the buy us a coffee thing. Buy us a coffee. Or you can buy our merch. That's yeah. I'd say that's plenty for you guys to be able to donate to. And it still, like, comes back and helps us yeah. and brings stuff back to you. Hell, so buy perfect. some merch. Yeah. If you enjoy us. That You'll is. get something out of it. It yeah. works. <laughs> I love our merch. It's good for both of us. Yeah, you get stuff. We get your money. Yeah. <laughs> why did you have to say it like that that's so terrible we don't even get that much no, for like every shirt we get two dollars like yeah. it's really not that big yeah but it's still something and you're still supporting us as a little indie pod and yeah I, also with the taxes and everything that had patreon coming through it it didn't make sense to yeah. just keep it up we weren't really making anything off of it so it's like makes no sense yeah um, so yeah, that'll be coming down shortly. Uh, as far as everything else goes, I don't think we have any other news. Oh, um, uh, actually I do. Sorry. That Valentine's Day, we put up a Valentine's Day special design that you can buy on t-shirts, that you can buy on totes and other mm -hmm. things in our T, uh, T Public shirt, uh, T Public site. I can't English. Uh, and you can only find that till the end of February. So please go out and buy that one. Um, it's just a limited time one. We just figured that we'd put out a really cute one because it was the first time I could figure out something really cute. The thing, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, um, for people who are like me, who really like, uh, darker colors and prefer, you know, black t-shirts, I did find an inverted, a uh, way to invert our thing, like Tyler said, and... So now we have the logo design in an inverted color. So all the dark colors it will show up on <laughs> and actually show up on. So, yeah, those are out now. And that's obviously not going to be a limited time thing. But the mm -hmm. Valentine's Day one is. So get it while you can. and Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. And uh, <coughs> since I have a ton of stickers now. If you guys do show us a picture of yourself with a sticker. I will. Or with a valentine shirt i'll send you a couple stickers hey and uh, that includes the holographic ones if you so choose and uh, she, we still only have a handful of those she hands out those stickers like we went to a local bookstore we need business cards i swear to god shout out <laughs> to i forget who runs that store. kismet her name's ryan ryan uh shout out to you and getting our stickers yeah you're a cool person kismet you... books in um verona yeah. Verona, Wisconsin. Not to triangulate us too much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you guys are near the area or in the area, please go check them out. They're a small, beautiful bookshop in an 1800s house. They sell art they from sell like art. local artists. Yeah. yeah. Local artists upstairs. They sell um, local. That was my favorite part. Yeah, crafters. They have uh, hats from a local crocheter. They have soaps. They have perfumes. They have. Um, I got this really cute, like, Batarang-looking uh, book holder. So yeah. it's, it's a little wooden thing that it goes on my thumb, and you can just hold your book with that so it doesn't hurt my hands. They're TikTok famous? They're TikTok famous. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we love them so much, and I I, I keep trying to find did a reason to Did I shout out a, a bookstore? Oh, yeah. Me? Yeah, Tyler did. What? 
yeah, I keep trying to get over there as much as possible, but I know I'm always going to be broke <laughs> if I keep going. <laughs> but hey, it supports a local bookstore, and I'm all for it. Yeah. And if you I'm guys coming wanna... for those playing cards, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you guys can also follow them on Facebook through Kismet K I S M E T Books, and um. Yeah, all that stuff, and follow them on TikTok and things. Major shout out to them. Yeah. Um, and also, they're actually the ones who got me the next book that I'll be reading after this Ooh. one is done. Hot, hot, hot. I know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, great segue, me. Um, <laughs> totally natural. <laughs> totally smooth, natural. It's totally smooth. Smooth AF. Smooth AF. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Just read. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, we, I am finishing the Merciless series by Danielle Thank Vega. Thank the gods. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so I am going to be telling you now about Merciless 4. IV, of course. And mm -hmm. I love that they have it in Roman numerals, and I just it, it looks so nice on the cover. It does. I will say that. Lie. The cover looks... Hot. It's 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 black and smoky and it has like a um it's a pentacle it's upside down but it's it's holographic and it looks really nice. Anyway, we are holosexuals. We, we are like, holosexuals. We love the holographic. Yeah, we really do. Uh so we join a new girl named Berkeley Hubbard. She's going to die. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, way to jump to. I'm um, fucking. That's this book, though. This entire series has been like, well, they're dead now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so in the continuously jury mental institution, she had been there for all of a week, and she was patiently waiting for her time just to get out. When one day, while she was sitting in her room, she gets to meet her new roommate, Sophia Flores. Yeah, uh, the, the one from the last, like, not the last book. The but first the book. two. Yeah. Yeah. The last one was all about Brooklyn. Um, and how this whole thing kind of started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so they got to know why the other was in there, kind of. Um, Berkeley was in there for a breakdown at her first college party that she had while swinging a knife around. So her parents sent her here. And <laughs> Sophia said that she was in for murder. Those crazy kids. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia said she was in for murder, but she played it off as she was, like, lying. Um, and that it was only since she was on suicide watch. Oh. Yeah, she'd already been in solitary for long enough. She even gave herself a prison tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heavy sign on that one. I already hate where this is going. Oh, I just... You don't even know. No. So, <laughs> Sophia then asked how long Berkeley had left in this place, you know? About three weeks. Then uh, Berkeley asked the same, and Sophia's like, they'll never let me out of here. And Berkeley thought it was a joke, but Sophia was just, like, staring at her with big, empty eyes, like, no, it's not. Okay. They'll never let me out. Oh, ha, <laughs> ha, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then on the other side of the wall, a girl began to scream, uh, and <laughs> Sophia just continued to stare at her. So seven months passed <laughs> since this happened, and Berkeley was released from the institution, and her parents had given her the okay, a shaky one from her mother, to go on a trip to Italy. <gasps> yeah. So she took off, and she finally felt free to be herself for once in a long time, and when she landed, her best friends Mara and Harper had gone to pick her up. She gave them a friendly greeting, and though they treated her like she was still 
fragile, she was determined to show them that she was very much okay. So Mm. they took a taxi to this beautiful little village where Harper and Mara told her that they got this huge place in comparison to the other art students that were staying in the dorms. And they got it for a a steal since apparently someone had been murdered in it. It's $15 a night. It's great. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, and the best part, it's in an old church. What? That's the best. I love it. Oh, God. (laughs) I love churches. They're great. So. (laughs) God, babe. I'm just saying. (laughs) So her two two friends. Oh, my God. I keep choking. I'm sorry. Her two friends' rooms were beautiful. Hers was a closet in comparison. (laughs) Oh, and it had a painting of a historical sacrifice in it. Charming. What? What a great room. So she was also introduced to a stray black cat that they named Lucky. So the girls knew that jet lag was a thing, so they figured she'd want a nap, which they were totally correct about. And when she had woken up, she heard giggling from outside her door. No. She opened it to find that her two good friends were all dressed up and about to leave. And Harper was like, well, we left you a note, which Berkeley didn't believe. She felt like they were going to ditch her since they'd been acting weird since she arrived. Gotcha. But since she was up, she decided to go with. This is already going well. Oh, I know. It's great. So she did, and they introduced her to a ton of people, most of which named some version of Emily. Um, but as soon as they literally, like, Emily, Amelia, Emil, like, it's oh. just all the same person. Emmy. Emmy, yes. Actually, one of them was Emmy. I was like, are you kidding me? That was a guess. <laughs> like, why are you all the same? Um, but as soon as they sat down, Berkeley was quickly forgotten, as if she wasn't even there. She then offered to get three shots for her and her friends, and she met the bartender who gave them to her on the house. Kind of her. Uh, they took three shots and were super... So- uh, uh, <laughs> can't English. Then were super excited about the fact that the demon tour had come in. Oh, boy. In with it came Giovanni, an overly attractive man with a slight gothic style. And he was one of the tour guides. The most famous one, of course. I was really hoping it was going to be Zach Bagel Bites. Kind of. Oh, it's like him, but... Uh, Italian uh, but Zach Ital- Bagel Bites. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. Don't block us on Twitter yet. Um, yet. <laughs> so the party then gets started, and everyone is drinking, having fun. Berkeley is left behind by her friends. When the handsome Giovanni catches her, calls her beautiful in Italian, which is just... Bella. And then they start kissing. Weird flex, but okay. What? Yeah, it. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were drunk. It just happened real quick. Hard stop. Pump yeah, the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Why is this happening now? <laughs> I, I know. It, it. She gets drunk a lot <laughs> in this. She's in college. Mm. So it's not like she's a teen, but it's, it's still weird. Drink responsibly. That means don't get fucking wasted. And make out with strange Italian men. <laughs> I don't know. He was considered, like, the hottest guy in the building. So. Suspicious. Suspicious. He just growled. <laughs> Suspicious. Mm. <laughs> so the next day, she wakes up almost around noon and is hungover to shit. And uh, Mara is already up, and it's clear that she's jealous of the fact that Berkeley got to kiss the unobtainable one. But it is what it is. <laughs> the unob- that's a wrestling name. <laughs> the unobtainable one. 
not something that you'd call a really hot Italian guy. Yeah, no, he's got a WWE name now. <laughs> it is what it is, though. I've ruined him. Congrats. <laughs> so she wakes up and they get ready to go to a cafe. They eat breakfast and talk about the night before when Mara and Harper say that they want to go f- tour for a bit and then go to another cafe. So they do, and at first it's hard for Berkeley to keep up. Then before she knows it, the two leave her in the dust, alone. She even tripped and sprained her ankle and busted her knee on the cobblestone. Ooh. It's great. Good friends right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she went to the most logical place to get some help in a small city, a church. Nope. <laughs> there she was weirdly approached by a praying woman who offered her the first prayer for free. And, you know, the lighting of the candle thing. You no, have to do... I, I don't know, actually. I'm okay, gonna be... so for people who have never gone to church like Tyler, except <laughs> he's gone to church once. No, twice, and twice. we didn't do the... I, I don't know what that is. Okay, I've seen so... people hold the candles and shit, but... Yes, so the candles <laughs> on the wall are usually prayers and offering to extend the prayer out, essentially. So you can put a donation to light a candle... And the donation goes back to, like, helping fix the church and everything, which is perfectly fine if that's what your beliefs are. And she walked in, and the lady was just like, you don't have money. It's fine. The first prayer is free. We'll just pray for your ankle to heal. Oh. Yeah. Because science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, By the time she was done doing this prayer, though, she was really just hoping that things would go back to the way that they were before she had gone to the institution. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was then staring at her, so she fled. It was weird. So it took some time after a while. Uh, it, it took some time, but after a while, she found her friends at the cafe. When she asked why they didn't come looking for her, they were like, oh, we thought you went back to the hostel. How? She doesn't know her way around. <laughs> so this... Instance, however, leads her into a little flashback of her time in the institution Mm -hmm. where she got to have a nice conversation. Well, it wasn't really a good one, but it was with a new therapist Mm -hmm. whose approach wasn't great. Um, Then she remembered Sophia, who told her that in order to find her way out, that Berkeley needed to confess her sins. I love Sophia. No, I don't. I know. I'm going to be real honest. I hate her. Oh, I know. I just like her arc. Anyway, so the next day, Harper and Mara told Berkeley about a dinner that their professor had invited everyone in their class to. They had asked if she could come as well, which he agreed to. So they went. Of the city, and though Berkeley felt out of sorts there, she decided to be kind to her friends and get them some drinks. Um, ooh, excuse me, I burped. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yes, it was. It was a weird one. Sorry. Uh, so the bartender was the same one from the other night, and she got to be introduced to her briefly. Um, her name was Francesca. Like my first car. Yes. You're going to hate your first car after this. <laughs> I mean, I already did. That's why it was my first car. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it died on you quickly. Mm-hmm. I lost <laughs> she, my track. Will she too? <laughs> Anyway, so she was introduced briefly, then she went to go find her friends again, where she got to overhear them talking about the fact that they felt forced to invite her to Italy, as if her parents had begged them to do so. Mm. 
yeah, great friends, right? Yeah. They even told their classmate that she was institutionalized, and the reason was probably because of school, not many people can hack it. Not because the three of them had lost a friend to suicide. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was irritated, rightfully so, and decided to hide out of sight of the party, away from them specifically, when Giovanni appeared out of nowhere... (gasps) Apparently, he had seen her from the road, she was next to it, and (laughs) decided to come over. And he was hoping he'd see her again, and even offered her a ride on his yellow moped. (laughs) How incredibly Italian of you. And why is it yellow? That's my question. I don't know. I have so many questions about him. Anyway, so she was like, heck yeah, fuck those girls, and got on the back of it with him. (laughs) Okay. Then after a while of them zooming around, she asked if she could drive, and he was like, you sure? And she was. She just wanted some freedom. Um, She started off slow, and once she got comfortable, she really started zooming, nearly into the front of an oncoming truck. Nice. Luckily, Giovanni was quick on his toes and saved them from being run over. So they, of course, pulled over and switched drivers again. (laughs) Smart. So, Giovanni drove her all over the city, showing her every little cafe and shop that is known for something special. Right. Great thing to do. Um, Promising to take her, like, to the places the next day. Mm -hmm. Then he took her to the most amazing place. Okay, so go ahead and tell me, like, a great date idea in another country. What you would think. God, I don't know. Why'd you put me on the spot? Because think about one. Well, like, obviously, okay, this is going to sound really weird, but, like, going to an art museum in another country would just be because you get to see the, like, legit art that's their, like, historical pieces, Mm -hmm. and just, like, experiencing that with somebody else that you're kind of into, you'd share that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be really fun for us. Um, But if you didn't list the location of the sacrifice burning of Lucia in the city's catacombs, then I guarantee you're missing out. What? <laughs> he took her to where the lady who was sacrificed was burned, and then to the catacombs. Hmm. Because he thought that was romantic. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's got the gothic vibe to him. Thank you. Yeah, okay, cool. He's, he's a demon expert, apparently. He is Zach Bagelbites. <gasps> Ow, my side hurts already. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I I wanted to do the Italian version of Zach Bagel Bites. Oh, that's going to be weird. Giov- nope. Nope. It's going to be very, like, fucking uh, Would offensive. Would it be Giovanni Pizza Bites, then? <laughs> See, look at noise or something. Calzone. Uh, <laughs> Calzones are American. Or, yeah. Oh, oh. We're terrible. Yes. Uh, so she was like, um, what? And he was surprised that she totally wasn't fawning over him for taking her into the town's dark-ass history. But, you know, he still encouraged her to go in with him. And it was in, it was completely dark to begin with, and she was touching the walls and was like, huh, it's really bumpy. Bones. Then he flicked on his lighter and she saw them. Hundreds of skulls just lining the walls. Oh. Yeah, her hands were, like, in one of the sockets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she, she was freaking out. And she genuinely thought they were buried, not just stacked on top of one another like that. So he comforted her and led her to another entrance and up some stairs to a beautiful piazza that was covered in wildflowers and all that. Oh, what a guy. I know. Then uh, she then turned on him like, turned turned on him. 
Can I help you, Can neighbor? Can you hear that? <laughs> the fuck is happening? <laughs> if you guys can't hear that, there is like loud thumping below us, and it sounds like it sounds like a sex machine. Let's be serious. <laughs> it sounds painful. <laughs> Not a good time to say she turned on him. <laughs> anyway, she was what like, "What fucking timing?" She turned on him. Can't make this shit up. We are professional here at Page Turners and Button Mashers. I promise you that. So she's like, what the fuck, dude? And he apologized and was like, most American girls like that. And she was like, do they? Or do you just like to make girls scream? And he was like, Maybe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and smiled super slyly, and she she said she wasn't most girls, and he agreed. Smooth little fucker. Um, so she finally got a look around and was like, where are we? So it was the original town's piazza, but it was almost entirely abandoned. Mm-hmm. And he told her about the next day celebration of the dead, where they celebrate Lucia's sacrifice. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she's like, um, okay, is it going to be scary? And then he started kissing up on her and was like, it'll be all right. Mm, 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 mm. I'll be there. Oh, no. Ugh. Fuck you. Go away. So touchy. Um, then they made out for a while. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, then she walked back home alone, remembering every second of the making out. Nothing went further than that. Um, and she gets back to the hostel and creeps back to her room to find it absolutely destroyed and reeking with a foul odor. Mm-hmm. And... On her bed, written in blood amongst all the flies buzzing around and her trashed pillow, was the word Diavolina. That's That sounds it's so nice. It's literally devil. Mm-hmm. So, lady devil, if you will. <laughs> of the, ah. Yeah. Ah. Because Spanish and uh, Italian have that tendency to need a gender assignment. Yeah, it's um, French too. Yep. So she absolutely lost her mind and screamed so long her voice was raw. So Mara and Harper came out of the rooms to see what happened, and Harper didn't see it trying to calm down Berkeley at first, but Mara did. Thing is, when they asked Berkeley what had happened, they didn't believe that she didn't do it herself, mm. even though she wasn't even home until she found this. Mm-hmm. So Mara had even been like, look, we've been worried about you you disappeared and we left to go find you and we know you were with giovanni because the bartender told us so but you haven't exactly been okay and berkeley was of course upset by this accusation since she heard what they had both said about her so they apologized and were like you weren't supposed to hear that but (laughs) come on (laughs) i'm sorry but fuck off hey we noticed you were with geo penne bites but (laughs) So I got it. I fucking nailed it. Oh my god! I think I like the Barilla. Um, if you don't know Barilla brand pasta, mm-hmm. but when they made the mini penne. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry for pasta. Um. Woo. That's so good. Thank you. But yeah, and she, they were like, "Come on, what the fuck." But they were like, we're sorry, you're not supposed to hear that. But then they wanted to start over. They still had a few days left with her, and they could do Italy right. Gross. Mm-hmm. And Berkeley agreed. How uh, touristy. Right. And they all agreed to go to the festival the next day. Mm. So Berkeley didn't know that it was a costume party, though. 
and it's devils and angels were basically the theme. So they decided to dress up in lingerie and be sexy devils and angels. Oh. Yeah, apparently a group of Swedish girls had won the contest, because there is a contest, uh, by wearing nothing but lingerie and pretending that they were Victoria's Secret Angels. Ah. It's easy. <laughs> so they got their fill of the Classic. initial crowd, and when Giovanni found the girls, he hugged up on Berkeley and was quickly introduced to Mara and Harper, whom he recognized. When he told them it was time for the show... He pulled down a devil mask and ripped open his shirt, revealing a bloody pentacle, and ran up to the fountain. <laughs> Demanding sacrifices, then placing a little white pill on whoever decided to approach his tongue. No. I, I, <laughs> I realize how ridiculously quickly that turned. Uh, when Berkeley is beckoned to him, Harper oh. and Mara try to stop her, saying this was too similar to the college party that she lost it at. But Berkeley didn't care. She went up, and Giovanni told her the blood was just corn syrup, and it was. And then she got a little pill on her tongue and swallowed. Oh. So the party went by in flashes. Uh, she was kissing Giovanni one moment and dancing and having fun the next, and... She suddenly realized she started to get led away by a woman in a veil. Oh, She didn't no. realize at first that this was the same woman who prayed with her at oh, the church. Okay. Uh, but she also didn't realize until it was far too late that she was in major trouble. Uh, <laughs> then she was cornered by two other women that she recognized from around the city. It's great. <laughs> I already hate it, so yeah. thanks for that. It's great. So they took her to a rusty Fiat where they shoved her inside the trunk. Mm. Uh, she asked why they were doing this, and they said it was because she was sick, because she was Diavolina. Mm. Which I think is a very beautiful name, even though it means she-devil. <laughs> uh, just saying. Okay. <laughs> if I wasn't completely ignorant to the language that I also somewhat know because it's the same base as Spanish... I would have also been like, yeah, that would be a beautiful name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they wrote such a beautiful name on the pillow. <laughs> it says devil. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine introducing a child like that? Oh, Diavolina, that's a beautiful name. What does it mean? Devil. <laughs> Means female devil? Means she devil. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's so bad. Anyway. Uh, they drove her to the next location, never go to a second location, which was outside the church uh, that she sprained her ankle at. It changed the word to soaked her ankle at. That's weird. Um, and she asked again why they were doing this. Apparently, Francesca, the nice bartender, mm -hmm. uh, is Giovanni's girlfriend. And she says he always comes back to her after the summer girls go, which prompted Berkeley to promise her to never hang out with Giovanni again if that's all it took they'd only kissed it wasn't really worth whatever this was mm -hmm. but she refused she was diavolina and she needed to be fixed so god they left her they oh. led her down to the catacombs oh yeah and she obviously Hopefully. didn't want to go but mm -hmm. she was shoved and pushed into a uh, moving uh the third woman was uh elise the butcher's daughter mm. who was a giant oh yeah so she was also uh, prone to violence, um, mm -hmm. if that's not apparent. So 
They make their way down into this small room covered in gold crosses, where she is told that this was the days of from the days of the Inquisition, where they were tri- <laughs> where they tried heretics. I bet you didn't expect that. No. The Spanish Inquisition. I knew you were gonna make that yeah. joke, and I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah, I had pleasant. to. I had to. <laughs> I- I actually, when I was reading this, I was just like, huh, I didn't expect that. I was like, motherfuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Who expects a tiny room in the middle of a catacomb covered with gold crosses? Nobody. 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 Uh, So she was also told that thanks to Angelica, that's the nice lady's name, was nice lady's name, that she was, she will have a chance to repent. Then she's told to kneel, which she doesn't do fast enough. And Elise knees her in the chest to force her down. Oh. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> and. Hi-ya. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> she, again, she's tall, so she has that range. Uh, so Angelica begins performing her biblical prayers and throwing holy water when Francesca explains. Lucia was sacrificed because she was always sleeping with new men and wasn't a believer like them. After she died, the town became good again. The priests believed that if one demon was exorcised, then the rest would follow. So they were right, right? So -hmm. they believed that by performing an exorcism on one slutty American girl, then the rest will leave. (laughs) That's, sorry, but uh, it ain't gonna, that's That's not how that works. That's fucking logic. You know what? Okay. You know what killing one slutty American girl gets you? If that's their opinion, that's, that's just the book's people's opinion not yeah. mine it just brings you more curious women yeah because because murder yeah women love true crime yeah we really do it's preventable <laughs> kind of yeah it is now it is definitely now it wasn't <laughs> you, back you in learn the day. from the past is what it happened yeah ends fresh airs for dead people fresh airs for dead people um so naturally she called them all sick <laughs> but uh, Francesca only said, we will see who is sick. Still you. Still 100%, you. 100% <laughs> like, 100% it, it has still you. not changed. <laughs> yeah. So she tries to make another attempt at an escape, but it fails again. Uh, when she's told to get on to one of the torture tables, which was <laughs> where she will be going through her trials to see if she's true diavolino. Um, this was a stretcher. Ooh. Yeah. A, an original stretcher. Mm. And they, 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 they had it ready for her, and they oh. tied her in it, uh. and then they pulled her. Yeah. Yeah. And then they started cutting her from oh. top to bottom. Why? Because apparently the Avelina have a spot on their body where they feel no pain, and they just had to find it. What the fuck? Yeah. So she started with her face. Oh. Started cutting it. Not, not deep, just superficial cuts, but it's still enough to be like, what the fuck? Anyway, mm. Francesca starts by cutting her all over. Berkeley's begging them to stop since she knows she didn't find the spot. Instead, she hands it over to Elise, who starts to cut her as well. Mm-hmm. But before she does, she explains that her whole time with work in the butcher shop, she wondered if her techniques uh, would work on a person. Yeah. I hate all of that. She's like, all my time's cutting open pigs. I wondered if they would work on people. I'm like, no. you're a murderer. You're a murderer in the making. <laughs> yeah. No. So she jams her blade into Berkeley's shoulder. Oh. Yeah. But then Angelica heard someone approaching. Naturally, Berkeley screamed, and also naturally, she was told to shut up. 
then two of them go to see what the sound is, which was Elise and Francesca. And mm-hmm. Angelica stays behind only long enough for Berkeley to beg to be set free and told she's a liar. So here she is, alone in a room, all dark and tied up and bleeding, when she hears squeaking and a scurrying sound. Oh, no. Yeah, it's great. Uh, then she feels it climb the table and perch itself on her. It's a giant white rat. Mm. Just, just the size of a small cat. And <sighs> she tries to, like, shake and shoo it away. But, again, she is tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sniffs her and then bites her. Yep. And then it gnaws. Uh, yep. Then, as she is about to faint from it, faint, it bit into her again. Mm-hmm. And she screamed, and it was a moment until she realized that Angelica came in and shooed the rat away. Mm. So it's like, why? <laughs> why? Why would you add this, Miss Danielle? I don't understand. <laughs> it, it's unnecessary pain. Yeah. Anyway, so Berkeley begged again, and Angelica untied her, but she didn't release her hand just yet. She took a candle... And dropped wax onto her wrist. Oh. But it just didn't burn. It rolled off. Like nothing. I'm sorry. Berkeley was like, what does that mean? Excuse the fuck out of me. It means she's the Avelina. She found their devil spot. Mm. Yeah, fuck that. So, the other two girls come back and they untied Berkeley, dragging her half unconscious all the way to another place where Lucia was burned. Yeah. Lucia? Lucia was burned. Then behind it to a lake where they were going to make her right with God. Oh, are they going to baptize her? No, they pushed her in. Oh. Her hands were tied. Ah. Yep. So she drifted down into the water, the dirty water seeping into her cuts and burning and all that jazz. And rat bites. Don't forget that, kids. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, where she thought at first that this is where she's going to die. Mm-hmm. Until she was able to get her hand free. Okay. She covered herself with blood because of that fact. It's not a pleasant feeling. And then she clawed her way back to the surface. Her lungs were already filling with water, but she broke the surface and turned to the other girls and was like, I nearly died. And Francesca was like, but you didn't. You've been saved. Oh. That fact pissed off Francesca, and she had the two other girls pull her up, and she shoved mud into her mouth. Oh. Oh, and not just mud. It was also cow shit. Mm. So, of course, she did everything normal and puked it up Mm -hmm. because, ew. And she begged for them to let her go. But that's not all they were there for. Just fucking kill her already. Jesus. Like, fuck off. They were literally torturing her. Yeah. Oh, no, they, it was better. Uh, oh. They She saw the stake set up for her to burn. Oh. Oh, yeah, they, they, they weren't saints. They even said it themselves. We're not here to save you. We're here to save the town mm-hmm. by burning you mm-hmm. like Lucia did. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, so they tied her quickly to the stake, and she begged again, but then Francesca told her, her sins may have been absolved, but she is still the devil. So she lit the match and dropped it. Oh. The fire burned hot and fast, and she felt like all hope was lost, wishing she had never met Harper and Mara, wishing she had never come to Italy. 
when she saw and heard Giovanni mm-hmm. come to save the day. He was busy fighting, but he was overpowered, and she knew the girls wouldn't let them near her. They'd kill him first. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, I need to get out of here now. So she waited for the flames to burn up to her wrists so it could char the bindings, mm. which allowed for her to drop and get free. So she crawled out of the fire and rolled herself out. Angelica, freaking out that she had escaped, when she saw that Elise and Francesca were keeping Giovanni held up. Mm-hmm. So she went to help, but Angelica tripped her, her forehead hitting the floor really hard. Uh, Berkeley got up and fought, Angelica pulling out a switchblade, but Berkeley ripped it from her and stabbed her in the chest. Mm. That's the end of Angelica. So she yelled at her and called her a sick girl, but Giovanni then gently touched her arm and said they needed to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Because he managed to knock out Elise and Francesca. Oh, good. Yes. So they ran, and he led them to the catacombs yet again. Uh, And they found their way deep inside, and he suggested that she and her friends go to Florence until they get back home safe. Mm -hmm. When she finally asked, like, how did you know where I was? Mm-hmm. Like, he told her that he noticed she had been gone, and when he looked for her, he saw the fire. Uh. And Francesca and him had apparently been friends since childhood, but he didn't expect her to actually try to sacrifice someone. Yeah. Oh, also, Francesca's brother is the police officer, mm. and she couldn't call the police. Oh. Isn't that great? Yeah. Then they got lost in a kiss, because timing until berkeley heard someone's footsteps so he left her in the dark to investigate and after some time she believed that giovanni had returned so she called out but it wasn't him it was elise of course yeah it's great why wouldn't it be uh so she turned on a flashlight and smacked berkeley in the face with it Mm. mind you elise has punched her in the face more than once Mm -hmm. at this point uh, she didn't get a second blow to the head in, and Berkeley launched at Elise, and she managed to get a hand on her head and smashed her brains into the ground until she died. Mm. I love how casually I said that, because in the book, it was very gross. Okay. Yes. Then she ran. <laughs> okay. Rightfully so. So her mind, like, blanked for a second, and mm-hmm. then she found herself at a gate. But then she heard Giovanni, then saw him on the other side of the gate. Mm. on the floor with Francesca standing over him with a rock in her hand, his face half smashed in, Mm -hmm. and he told her to run. So she did, (sighs) and she made it all the way back to the apartment where she woke up Harper and Mara, trying to tell them that they had to leave right now, Mm -hmm. and they were in danger. And they thought she was spewing absolute nonsense and actually didn't bother to believe her what great people. Yeah, they're great friends. When the door knocked, Mm-mm. it was a large uniformed officer, and beside him was Francesca, his sister, of course. Mm-hmm. So he was there to arrest Berkeley for the murder of Giovanni, because oh, Francesca was the only one there to see her in the act. Mm-hmm. Also, Elisa and Angelica being dead also didn't help. Mm-hmm. So Mara and Harper didn't believe her and knew her story didn't make any sense, but they told her that she's still sick and they never should have let her out of the Institute. Great friends. And she tried to show them her burns to prove that she, you know, they did stuff to her first, but the officer blocked them. So she grew so upset. She was just 
so angry that she yelled that they had no idea how bad things were going to get. But they will. Mm. One last flashback to okay. Berkeley and her last day of being in the institution. She had finally told her doctor the truth about the night of her best friend's suicide and had just found out that she was going to be released. She was super excited when Sophia came in and was like, cool, but you didn't tell her that because of your video and of her cheating on her boyfriend that she also made the decision to kill herself. Mm. And Berkeley was like, how did you know that? And she was like, you need to confess right now and then I'll let you go. Oh, so Berkeley did, mm-hmm. crying about how she didn't know Taylor would kill herself, that Mara and Harper had basically pushed her into doing so. And Sophia smiled and was like, okay, good. So then she quickly fashioned a noose and hung herself in front of Berkeley. Oh, the therapist did? Sophia did. Oh, so oh, Sophia. Sophia was the one who was like that. Yes. Oh. A Berkeley watched as Sophia's neck broke oh. right in front of her. Mm-hmm. But then her eyes opened. Oh. And glowed red. Mm-mm. And black smoke poured out of her mouth and flowed at Berkeley. Hmm. This was the last flashback. Okay. Back of the apartment, the officer was about to pull his gun on Berkeley. Mm-hmm. But her strength came back. She grabbed his wrist and broke his hand, ripping it off. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, he crumbled, and Francesca lunged for her. Berkeley fought her and won by gouging the one thing that Tyler hates talking about. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> then she grabbed the gun, shot Francesca in the head, then nice. her brother in the chest. But also nice. Right. Then as the two girls called Berkeley crazy, she explained that she wasn't Berkeley. And... Ask, and she just wanted another chance at her life and how her mother had died and everything had happened. When Harper's like, your mom's not dead. So her face changed. To Sophia. It was Sophia. Yeah. yeah. They recognized her as the crazy girl in the hospital because they had visited Berkeley. Mm-hmm. But she was like, huh, Berkeley never told you. Well... I'm going to have fun killing you. Oh. Then Harper ran, but Sophia released snakes to pursue her. Then she made glass around Mara so she couldn't move. Mm. Harper tried to get away, but then Sophia asked, Do you know how they get rid of devils here, Harper? They burn them. And then Harper burst into flames. Oh. She begged forgiveness as Sophia told her she deserved it mm-hmm. but Sophia had admitted to having been friends with mean girls once it didn't end well for them either that you know true yeah <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't if that's not apparent from the last few episodes uh then that just left Mara who begged for her life before Sophia so callously took it then she set the whole building on fire this was a good death a clean one. A uh, clean one. Nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, then she everything. laughed as the burn, the building continued to burn. Mm-hmm. Epilogue. It was the day of Sophia's f- funeral, and this woman had come and seen Sophia's grandmother call her granddaughter a di- Diablo for the last time and be wheeled away. She then stepped out from behind the tree she was watching this from when the gravedigger asked if 
She knew Sophia. She smiled and said, she was a very sick girl. Mm. Then she pondered just about how sick she was and how she was ready to find the next girl who was sick and had a major secret to find. Mm. She just had to find her. That's it. That's the end. Okay. No. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> so I, I cut out a lot from this. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more flashbacks. Okay. Um, in this book where they tell you how Sophia and Berkeley are really connected mm-hmm. and how Harper and Mara treated her mm-hmm. um, while she was in the institution. And little, like, secrets, like, Harper and Mara were terrible. They were terrible from the start. Um, but obviously I didn't really delve into that because I wanted to keep to the main story. Yeah. But even then, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, is there... Is there another one? But then I realized they didn't really describe a person. This was just the entity who was going to take over the next girl, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really, really cool and really great way to end on it. So because uh, I was we were eating dinner not too long before we started recording this and I was finishing up the book and I I actually went "Eh," (laughs) more than once. Um, That's how good it was. And I'm going to write the book itself an eight but the overall series a nine. Oh, okay it's so good and i love that it made you feel things that you're not supposed to feel mm-hmm. but it also like really it was easy for me to read mm-hmm. like i didn't want to stop reading it this week was a little hard but yeah it is what it is <laughs> welcome back (laughs) well welcome back what if we've been watching that had the most like cheesy unwrapped yeah we were watching unwrapped on uh discovery plus chocolate sauce delicious yeah because well (laughs) we got it because i couldn't not watch the cecil hotel anymore yeah and then we watched that one and then we just keep watching bagel bites on there and Sorry, Bagel Bites for people who don't listen to And That's Why We Drink, which is another podcast, is is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. Adventures. Great series. One of my personal favorites. Oh, yeah. The top 10 has been really great out there. The top 10 funny moments. I highly recommend that. Oh, yeah. And my favorite was the top 10 poltergeists. Yeah. Uh, This, uh, (laughs) by the way, Discovery Plus, not a sponsor. And not expensive. Yeah, but also not a sponsor, so. 100% not a sponsor because we're not that popular yeah i'm just saying you <laughs> we'd know, have a tv to, show right to now. cover our bases um oh my god a discovery tv show about us finding books and games that we're are highly coveted never mind leave me alone <laughs> what <laughs> what if we had a tv show it, that would be the uh, one season about two four episodes oh come on Boom. you don't think that'd be fun uh, hmm <laughs> travel around the country to find to go to these local local bookshops and shit and find things that we can't find normally. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, excuse me, right beyond. I'm not even tired. Uh, one random game store in Ohio that I went to it was a pre-played game store that I went to. I found Crash Bash, the uh, anniversary edition of uh, Halo Two, so it had the metal case. Damn. And um, Pikmin One. Okay. 
just yeah, I got all of that for like twenty bucks. And you don't think people would be interested in being like, oh my god, I need to go to that place? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pitching ideas, TM, 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 but this one doesn't believe that it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh gaming news yes gaming news some news about gaming do i have any news well you did just point out that a certain game that we are looking forward to that is also terrifying is coming out in may oh yeah resident evil 8 village yep. i'm ready to be turned on and terrified all at the same time as if you're not already no arguments that's our entire relationship <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just realized that I've been doing scary stories this whole time, yep. and you're still like, "Let me grab that booty." <laughs> yes, all the time. And I'm like, "Don't uh... touch me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Besides that, people are still trying to buy Xbox Series X's and PS5s and yeah, all that good stuff. And bots keep buying them out because people are trash. I don't know where you're getting this whole thing about bots buying these things out. I have not heard a single thing about that. I haven't seen anything against it, so... Okay. Yeah, I don't know where you got that from, but... Okay. Heavy cool. shrug. So, that may or may not be true. To Allegedly. T okay. TBD. Allegedly. Sure. But it's still not cool that people keep buying them out like that. Well, yeah, people just, yeah, people buy a shit ton of them and, and then sell them for higher prices. That's trash to me. Yeah, it's whatever. Kind of like Pokemon cards. Don't buy a shit ton of Pokemon. Please. Quit fucking buying all the god- I am so- mm. Quit buying all the fucking Pokemon cards. I'm sick and tired of going to the store and seeing none on the shelf. There's I want to buy- box. Two fucking packs, and some asshole comes in there as soon as they're stocked and buys 50? Yeah, I don't get that either. That's all you fucking... It's literally the next day that they're usually stocked in, and it's always gone. Yeah. And this is this is everywhere. This is Barnes & Noble. This is Target. GameStop. GameStop. Any game store. Yeah, we like haven't board gone game to... Store. We haven't gone to a Walmart, but I refuse to go to Somebody bought out the f 200 Happy Meals because they have the, like, uh, whatever, 80th anniversary. Yeah, I know it's not 80, but. do that? I, okay, Happy Meals are for children. I think it's 25th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Quit stealing happiness from do children, like, you fucking fuck. I would you not. fuck. <laughs> I would not disagree with you getting three. Three. Yeah. But 50 is ridiculous. Also, are you just throwing away the food? Oh, yeah. Like, no. One guy bought 200 kids' meals. Yeah. Also, are you just throwing away the yeah. food? Yeah. Because uh, as far as I remember, you could just buy the toy. Yeah, you can. For like 50 cents. Yeah. So you're wasting food. Yeah, way to go, dumbass. Ja you're a jackass. You're an asshole. <laughs> We're just, just berating people that probably will never hear this. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Uh, and At least we're being honest about that it's public. Yeah, okay. See, the reason I bring that up is because I started collecting Pokemon cards. Not to sell them. I like looking at cute Pokemon. And also, Galarian Weezing yeah. with the top hat oh, yeah, and the mustache really and the beard. That's fucking, that's my favorite card now. He and I own that. just wants a Baneary. I just want a goddamn Baneary. That's literally and it. And I can't go to the store to buy a fucking pack. Yeah, I know. I have Baneary in the online version, but that's it. I just want Gengar. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just, I really love Gengar. I was able to go to, I can't remember what store it was, and get like three packs, and I was happy. Yeah. No, we went to Target. 
I, I went to Target by myself, and I got four packs. I got four. There was, like, I want to say 12... I feel 12, like we should have just bought out that. 12 <laughs> racks of them. And I bought four. You want to know why? Because I'm a decent human being. <laughs> yeah. I, I am over here, like, we should have bought out at least, like, a small handful, which would have been fine by me. Yeah. But four was even satisfying on its own. Yeah. Because... I loved it. It, yeah. was, it was actually quite fun. It was fun. And then I got him a lunchbox for Valentine's Day that had a bunch of them in there. Yes. So. Yeah. There was that. Tell us about your game, Tyler. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Imagine if I just rebelled against what I do, what I chose to do for the podcast. What your job is. Yeah, I'm not going to do podcast. that. Yeah, no, fuck that. Uh, so I played Jack 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Jack 2, a... Uh, continuation of Jack, the yeah. precursor legacy. Okay, so side Le- note for that, we we started laughing because the <laughs> notification went I off s- at the same time. You said no, Jack two. Never mind, it's Jack two. That's not why I laughed. But anyway, I'm funny. Yes. <laughs> so release date uh, for this, the original release date was October fourteenth, two thousand. 2003. 2003. It, it came out 2003. Oh my god, we were still babies. Yeah, and it of course did Great come eight. out on multiple like uh uh remaster or bundle editions. Yeah. Same as last one came out the same times those did. So if you don't know what times those were, I think it was 2017. Go back to last episode. I tell you there. Yes. The genre, uh, it just had so many descriptors. I put all of them. <laughs> <laughs> open war, open world, platforming, third-person shooter, action adventure. <laughs> yeah. What's the genre? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. That's so weird. The only thing it's missing is racing. <laughs> and and they even have a racing game. Yeah, that's the fourth one, I guess. <laughs> even though it's called Jack X, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Jack X. Combat racing close to jackass anyway jackass um the developer naughty dog naughty dog he's a naughty dog naughty dog the publisher sony computer entertainment because this is an exclusive yes yeah <laughs> I, did, I don't know why that messed up my flow so hard I just, but it just exclusive. did and i was just uh, yeah <laughs> god all right systems that this came out for ps2 PS3 and 4 with the bundle and also the Vita, so. Yeah. So if you have a Vita, you can find this game for it. Also, who the fuck still has a Vita? If you do, yo, you watch YouTube on it because you can do that. Still? Yeah. What? Um, The Russian Badger, okay. in one of his like episodes a few weeks ago, talked about how one of his friends has three views from a Blackberry, from Blackberries, the phone, and the Badger has a few from Vitas. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, hell yeah. That's really strange, but okay. Yeah, so to quick preface how I'm going to format this, this game is super open world and has a, once you complete one mission, you head to the next, so I'm just going to let you know about the story, like the back, uh, the what the basis of the game is. Yep. The uh, changes and major things that you have in the game. So um, I'm not going to tell you about every mission. They are very fun. I highly recommend it. <laughs> so. Precursor orb to this entire situation. Pre- Tyler liked it. <laughs> Precursor orbs are 
uh, very scarce in this game. You get they're either found like in random hard to reach spots, or you get them by doing difficult challenges, and that is the currency still. Okay, I. Okay. You were thinking power cells. Thank you. Yeah, power cells. You, I haven't seen them in this game, but you complete objectives with each quest. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. The story from the Jack 2 wiki. By the way, Jack 2, if you ever want to look up this game on, like, IMDb or, well, you can, on Google, it does the same. But if you're looking for it on IMDb, you have to do Jack II because Roman numerals. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Jack 2 takes place in the same fictional universe created by Naughty Dog for Jack and Dexter, uh, though 500 years after the events of the first game. Uh, what? Yeah. Huh. The game largely, largely revolves around Haven City, a dystopia ruled by Baron Praxis and his Crimson Guard law enforcers. Okay. Yeah. That's the synopsis. <laughs> well, part of the synopsis. I, I cut it down because otherwise I would be reading you four pages of what this game's about. Which so. seems... It, it, it's similar to the first one in the sense that it's like kind of the same objective-ish right no no instead of trying to find the power cells and you know beat those bad yeah the the baddies that were there that were trying to cover the world in dark eco you're just you travel to this haven city okay and try and take over the dictator okay essentially that's so you try and kill him instead of preventing a mess you try to prevent in a dictatorship. Yeah. Well, okay. stop a dictatorship because it's already there. A dick ship. A dick ship. Got it. Dick ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the changes from the last game. Obviously, there were slight graphics upgrades, which is nice. The mechanics are, of course, going to be a little smoother. Mm-hmm. Voice acting becomes a huge thing in this. Yeah. Like, all a bunch of characters talk. And while the other game was considered open world, this improved upon that idea with mini-maps, uh, quest givers that are easier to identify. There are vehicles and weapons, which I'll explain later. Okay. Um, yeah, they they added a lot to this. Jack so. gets hotter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Not even a disagreement. He, gets, he does. He gets he just, buff as shit. He gets hotter, and you start to question your sexuality at a certain age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were both eight. Yeah. So, things that they kept the same. The general movement has stayed the same. So, like, those controls, all melee attacks, jumping, and camera movement. And, of course, Daxter is the same. A cocky little otzel. <laughs> yeah. He's an otzel. An otzel. I, I was trying to figure out how the fuck you spelled that um, for last episode's title. title. Yeah. And I was just like... What the fuck was the... I was trying to remember the word, so I kept saying Wetzel. A Wetzel? Oh, my God. It is a Wetzel. <laughs> but I was thinking Wetzel's pretzels yeah. also. And then it was like, I suddenly want pretzels. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Welcome to ADHD brain, guys. <laughs> so, like I said before, they really updated the idea of open world. Mm-hmm. Unlike other games, the area in which you get like all of your quests, Haven City, it's not a safe area. You can and will get attacked here. So you'll get mugged. No, it's the the Crimson Guards. Still not great. If you accidentally punch someone or bring a car or one of the vehicles into another like certain area, they're immediately on you and start shooting at you. So oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's great. 
It so, makes for an adventure. Yeah. The uh, other aspect of this being open world is after you get a quest, you either head outside the city walls through, like, various openings. Okay. So you either leave the city completely or you go into specific buildings, like the Crimson Guard Armory. Oh. Yeah. Why do I just imagine Link in the... In the, what's it called? The lady's outfit again from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> no, this is just... <laughs> just one of those situations you walk in and you walk out looking like, hey. now I'm a guard. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. No, you go into the armory to blow it the fuck up. Oh, sweet. Yeah. There's a cool chase scene where the camera goes to the... Uh, it goes boom. The tank is like, that's behind you, that's following you. Mm-hmm. That's the camera. Ooh. And it's like following you. It's really, it's a weird yet cool sequence. I highly recommend it. <laughs> So, um, now to describe Haven City. Mm-hmm. This comes from the Jack 2 fandom page, cool. which will also be in the show notes. Which sure I will. Sent you. Yeah. So, Haven City is a location in Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X Combat Racing. It is a metropolitan city-state at the bottom of sprawling Alps on the coastline of a massive wasteland. The city is all-encompassed by a large barrier wall, which serves to protect its inhabitants and assets from outside threats, hence the city's name. For most of Haven City history, it was also protected by the Shield Wall, a repellent of the Metalheads, with whom the city has been embroiled in a 300-year-long war. Metalhead. Sure. But as <laughs> as I'm sure you can tell, the lifespan of the creatures, beings, everything here is a lot longer than humans. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. It is, what, you said 500 yeah. years in the future? At least I hope that's right. I got it from the wiki. If it's not right, blame them. It took 500 years for Jack to get hot. <laughs> yeah. At least he's, we know he's legal. <laughs> he's more than legal. Yeah. He's ancient. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dilf. <laughs> Dilf? It's more like a gilf at that point. Hell yeah. Hold, hold on, no. It's a g g g gilf. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Oh, lordy lords. Woo. Is that going to be the episode title? <laughs> no. So, uh, this game introduces vehicles as a regular means of transport through Haven City. Mm-hmm. I believe they are called Zoomers. <laughs> that is, you yeah. get the zoomies on your zoomers. Yep. So uh, there are multiple versions of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, one looks very similar to a motorcycle, but they all hover, and there are multiple ho- uh, hovering levels. Okay. So you can either be up like where everybody else is or down near the ground. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing that, you're away from the traffic, but you're more likely to hit people, and that'll cause the Crimson Guard to come after you. Ah. Yeah. So. Ow. That's a thing. Uh, I will say there's also a two-seater variant that is, like, green, and they are the seats are spaced away from each other. Okay. It's really weird to... It kind of looks like a pod racer from Star Wars. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then there's another two-seater variant that... Are they called th- pod racers? Yes. Okay. The thing that Anakin Skywalker races. Yes, but I yeah. couldn't remember for like half a second there if that was actually the name. So yeah. forgive me. It's, you know, they do pod racing. That is a thing. <laughs> That's also what happens when podcasts get nominated for an award. It's pod race. <laughs> A 
anyway, there is another two-seated variant. His hand was in yep, his head. Yeah. My head was in my hand. Uh, there's another two-seated variant that is red. I believe it's the Crimson Guard, and it has a turret on the back. So It's, it's a turret. Turret. Okay. Yes. I, I thought you said it has a turret on the back. Nope, turret. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was my bad. All right. Uh... Really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Jack uh, can get a gun now. What? So, so yeah, bang, bang, shooty, shooty. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I, he gets to be hot and armed? Yeah. Uh, he, he has a gun on the cover. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. So, no, you're not. So there are four different configuration mods that you can get with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all revolve around, like, a shotgun weapon, a regular blaster. I think assault rifle is that sort of thing uh explosive like it shoots rockets and then electric where it's zip 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 so you get a pew pew a shooty bang a boomer and or a zap zap yeah gotcha yep so uh there are also ammo pickups so you do have to conserve your ammo but you can also okay punch a lot of things so he still has the same two actions that yeah. you get from, like, the first game. Yeah. Well, all the melee actions, whether you want to crouch, jump, or, like, do the ha from <laughs> above, or you can do the lunge, the drop-down slam, okay. the spinny-do, the whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> spinny-do. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> I like how the, you're going through the list of hold this. Hold on. You ready? You ready? The two-piece special with the side of taters. By that, he means a one-two punch with an elbow. Yeah. Two-piece special with a side of taters. <laughs> the crisper Easy 99. What the This fuck? is a TikTok that I saw. I will show you after. It is... <laughs> we should probably link that TikTok in the <laughs> Sure. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. weird. Let's do it. So, um... Can we? I, I'll find out. Maybe. Um, Jack can rage now. Because a part of the story, he was getting, like, tortured by Baron Praxis. Oh. You know, and then uh, that kind of infused him with Dark Eco. Oh. And if you collect enough Dark Eco, you can go into this weird, like, blue-tinted skin, long oh, nails, yeah. hairs wild, and he's... And goes fucking insane. I do vaguely remember that. And, like, everything you hit is a one-hit now, so you punch things into... You know? Yeah. That's cool. It's fucking awesome. And you, of course, have to get the dark eco to do that. Then you press L1. Oh, yeah. That's when I really enjoyed playing Jack a little bit more because I like the purple eco more than the green. Yeah. I'm very easy to please. Oh, yeah. Without, (laughs) uh, there's no more of the green eco for, uh, like, health boosts. Mm -hmm. There are now health packs. Okay. So. So that at least helps. So with the whole 500 years later, they've really show that they've modernized shit which is good yeah which is really cool uh jack can talk jack is angry angry he's a mad boy (laughs) is that in your notes he jack is a mad boy he is a mad boy (laughs) yeah as soon as you like see uh daxter gets you out he's just Dexter's like, speak, buddy. Come on, say something. I'm gonna kill Baron Praxis. It's like, whoa, cool it. (laughs) Do you do you need some ice cream to chill out with? When you meet an old man on the street, he's just like, you can help us, and he's like, where the hell are we? And Dexter's like, he's new to the talking thing. 
like Jack gets up in your face. He breaks the fourth wall and he's like, he's no. he's never done this. Well, yeah, but <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall to the character, not no, to no, the no, other I know. people. Yeah, I know, but it's he still great the, that he's yeah. like, he's never done this before. He's kind of new to the talking thing, so. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jack talking is very, very new to the, um, like, him talking just increases his, just full, I'm gonna say it like this, increases his sex appeal. Oh, no, that's it. Because he's got that voice. Oh, yeah, no, I remember it it now. It ruffles your feathers. It ruffles your feathers. If you're an ostrich, you know, it helps. So, speaking of voice acting, it's a little off. But he's still too short, sorry. Not tall enough to ride Celeste's ride. Yep, sorry. <laughs> he's, but, he's probably only 5'6". Uh, yeah, but so is like everybody in that universe. Yeah, so. they're very short, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So, um, let's see. The voice acting is a little off. Okay. It's kind of awkward. Like it doesn't match up? Well, it's just like there's awkward pauses. Oh. They'll like say things and Jack always being angry <laughs> is <laughs> so fucking weird. It's just like, hey... Thanks for the help. You're welcome. It's like, why are you so intense right now? I've changed my underwear thrice now. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to kick someone's ass. It's like. Okie dokie then. Okay, go to the fucking armory. Cool. Bye. What the fuck is this guy's deal? Like, that's not. That's not anger. That's teenage angst. Everybody in this game that I've like experienced it's has the teenage angst. Angsty. Has the fucking ooh edge lord so sharp or he's so edgy I almost cut myself on him. Like that's how it feels for everybody. <laughs> Your show is so sharp that I could butter my bread with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how ridiculously edgy these people are, which also adds to the awkward conversations edgelords stress me out we don't get water in the slums well i'll go turn on the pipe okay (laughs) cool i guess i'll go turn on the pipe (laughs) (laughs) it's so angry for no reason you like that one didn't you think about it can you imagine like a plumber talking to you like that don't worry i'll work on it i'll fix your sink by tonight yeah, it's kind of like the Ice Cube saying uh, mean things nicely. Yeah. Or it's like... You're doing great, fucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love some butternut squash soup. It's like, okay, sir. Calm it. <laughs> Just unnecessarily raising my stress levels and confusion. Yeah, but also adding to his sex appeal with how angry he yes. is. Yeah. I don't get it. It's weird. It's whatever. But there are... This is like the last thing I'm going to talk about before we wrap it up, which is... Real quick. Yeah. So, uh, this game is longer than Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, by the way. Okay. So, that one was like 12 hours. This one's like 18. Uh, Okay, six more hours. Not that bad. Not that bad. So, uh, there is one super important voice actor in the game. Can you guess? He's part of our childhood. He's... You know, he's been in multiple games. You've seen him. I think I've brought him up in this game or in this podcast before. Is it um, the guy who voices SpongeBob? What's his name? It is not Tom Kenny. Thank you, Tom Kenny. I keep wanting to say Letter but, Kenny, and I'm like, that's not a name. That's a place. It is Clancy Brown. 
Really? You will know him I as was, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I was right in the SpongeBob universe. I was just on the wrong person. Yes. And uh, he plays one of the major antagonists, Baron Praxis. I think he plays the major antagonist, Baron Praxis. Fair enough. Yeah. I can't when I first letter Kenny. <laughs> yeah. When I first heard him talk, like when I was replaying this game, I fucking heard that and I was like, is that fucking is that Clint? That's Clint that's gotta be that's gotta be him. So I was looking looking up the game and I saw that. I was like, No shit. <laughs> he was in this game. Way to go, Clancy Brown. He's okay, he this snuck is the, his way into a lot of shit. Yeah. This is the time when he was still like when SpongeBob was in its beginnings. Yeah. So, it was only in like you said it was two thousand six? Three. 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 Oh my god, it was only four years in. Yeah. Oh my god. And so he was, you know, yeah. He was that, and then he's just like, I'm gonna fuck it, I'm a dictator, I'm gonna kill everybody. It's like, oh god. Didn't know Mr. Krabs could be a dictator, <laughs> but I stole all their money. <laughs> <laughs> he does not have the pirate voice in this. He got me money. He is more like his character in I think it's it's not the Green Mile. It's the Oh, it's uh oh god, it's a very famous prison movie, Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. Isn't Clancy Brown in that? I don't know. I feel like he is. I I, I guess the game correctly on Cold Callers. I just don't think I remember actually watching the movie. I don't think I have <laughs> IMDb on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Uh Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I they had the cast. IMDb. There we go. 1994. It is more similar to his role in this. Please, please. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Yeah. It's closer to his role in Shawshank Redemption than his role in SpongeBob. I will have to revisit that movie mm-hmm. at some point because apparently right. a second one came out and I didn't know it existed. Did yeah. you not know that? No. <laughs> cool. Does somebody else break out of jail? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never seen the second one. I, I remember seeing parts of the first one as a kid, but I, again, I blank out a lot of the things that my right. dad showed me. So it's, it's an all right movie. Like, yeah, it's got its place where it's like, oh, That's this like is me movie. watching The Godfather as a kid. I remember it happened, but I That's don't remember movie. watching the entirety of it until later. So anyway. Yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I feel that this game expanded on the story of the first game rather nicely. If you 100%ed the first game, mm-hmm. this leads right into it. Perfect. It's Yeah, it's great. Um, I do prefer this one over the first, mm-hmm. like, a million times. I love this game more. I will agree with that. Yeah, first, Jack talks. He's hotter. Yeah. The slum-esque and wasteland type, you know, uh, setting for the game really appeals to me more than the ooh luscious green stuff. Yeah, I I love wasteland type games, so of course you can expect that Fallout. <laughs> That's is... That's not apparent from both of us. Yeah, we we Fallout like weird is, things. Fallout is a huge hit for me, so I love the apocalypse type setting. I want to make this city like in D D. That would be great. But like set it to the D D universe. Yeah. I this is something I love the setting of this game. And I do really enjoy this one more than the first one. I forget how I feel about the third one, so you'll find out next week. <laughs> which is <laughs> Don't you love when you forget? <laughs> yeah, I was, it's, it's been like, I get you experience it again. We'll it, find out together. It is so it has been so long since I've played the third one. Yeah, so. it's been a minute. Um 
Let's see. I enjoy what they've done with this game, and it continues to be a joy. Surprisingly, very few bugs. Oh. To the point where, like, I didn't encounter any in this playthrough. That's so good, though. Right? I mean, that means it held up pretty okay. Yeah, exactly. It held up great. Mm -hmm. It's still got those PS2 graphics. Naturally. But it's it's got that nostalgic charm yeah. to it. I mean, I, I just started playing Jack and Daxter after you. Yeah. You finished up with it. I was like, can I just do this? Yeah. It's been a minute. And then I immediately handed over the controller once I got frustrated with one thing. But I will continue to play it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hold, it holds up nicely. That's a great... I didn't put that in my notes, but this one did... It held up, if not as well, better than the first one. That's fair. Yeah. It's it's good. It's a joy to play. Yeah, there's not much to it, to it being like an open world thing, but mm -hmm. it still holds that, like, yeah, this is, this is a good PlayStation 2 era game. Yeah. This is... It should honestly be the... It sets the... It should set the bar for single-player adventure games. That's fair. That is... That is my hot take. Yep. Right now, this one sets the bar. Yeah. 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 I will actually agree with you on that one. Jack and Daxter is good, like I said, I think I said this last episode, but it's really good as an introduction for children who are like ages from six to eight who want to get into video games but don't want to do like I would say Fortnite. I would say Spyro would be better because that's more child friendly. Jack 2 is not very child friendly. No. That's why I'm not saying Jack 2. I'm saying Jack and Daxter is good as far as introduction with controlling and understanding timing and stuff like that. Because if only we were talking about Jack and Daxter and not I Jack know, 2. I know, but I'm saying like that one's good for setting the bar for kids. This is good for setting the bar overall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, let me get to my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the only real issue I have with this game is the awkward dialogue scenes. Yeah like that's fair it's just kind of weird <laughs> okay uh but i still love that teenage angst because you know it's funny I'm sorry I, it it really grew into me having grunge <laughs> you know angst is is there in my life and it turned into a grungy adult yeah well. and that's this game can attribute to that yeah well yeah so uh probably gonna have to give this a solid nine out of ten Hey, we both have pretty high-ranking things this week. Yeah. I, yeah, no. I, I'm not going to rate it because I haven't played through it again, but I I agree that it's a really great game. It is. I, I generally love Jack, uh, Jack and Daxter. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's one of those games that I could consistently go back to just like Spyro and Crash, but I'm mm -hmm. more Spyro than Crash. Mm -hmm. I would love to go back. I, I love going back into them and just being like, I played this. I yeah. loved playing this. The one thing, can I please fucking note this? It has an easy to, uh, like, navigate menu. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't played for a bit, you go and you can find what the controls are and it just tells you what they are. Like There's that. nothing fancy to it. It's just you go controls, boom, right there. Yeah. Now you remember how to play the game. It's not like being launched into it and being like, here are your attacks, but yeah. everything else. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. So that's another episode in the bag. The bag. Yeah. So last reminder, Patreon's going away. So no worries about that one. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. I'm actually going to take it off the link tree at some point. Um, all of the links will be able to be found down below in our show notes or wherever the heck your show notes are listed. 
they might be above. Who knows? They might be above. They might be in front of you. Who knows? Fucking Google Podcast, I bet, does that. I have no idea what's up with Google Podcasts. I don't have anything but Apple products. So. Yeah. Fuck you, Google Podcast. Except for the laptop, but even then, like. Yeah. I use Google <laughs> for just Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, so that's going to go Everything away. down is in the description. Patreon's going away. Yep. We got merch. Get the Valentine's Day stuff while you can. Before it goes away until next year. Um, Buy us a coffee. Buy us a book, I guess is what it's buy called. Buy us a book now. Yeah. yeah. So it will go towards any new books or any new games that you want to fund. And you can obviously put a description in there with what you want. Or if you just enjoyed an episode, be like, yeah, doses. There you go. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> I know I only have... Uh, what's it called? I only have paypal as the pay option for that so if you don't have paypal feel free to go to anchor directly and mm -hmm. do a sponsor there too i'm fine with that as well also helps uh in the long run yeah you can find all our social media stuff on there i i'm gonna recommend twitter yep you can talk to us on instagram that'll be me but like we don't post as much as we probably should in other words tyler is dropping the ball <laughs> no, I'm i am but <laughs> Just Twi just Twi barely. I'm another hot take this episode. Twitter's better. Uh, for interaction with both of us, yes. Uh, no, because just in general as a social media platform, it's, it's quicker. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you can follow the Turn and Mash Pod on there, or you can actually follow Tyler directly at Ty Turn Mash or me uh. at Nikki Turn Mash. I changed that a while no, ago did because <laughs> I, I didn't I notice like, that. That's awesome. I was just like, eh, we should probably uh, have this similarly. But yeah, um, you can follow either of us, and you can follow that directly. That's not going to be in, in the show, show notes, notes but, but you'll find us. You can find us on there, too. We're yeah, she usually it. retweets my stupid shit. So. Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's it, right? I think so. Yeah, Bartle do. <laughs> Keep turning those pages. I'm mashing those buttons. Bye. Bye. <laughs>